Section 23 of The Complete Works of Brand the Iconoclast, Volume 12. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brian Keenan. The Complete Works of Brand the Iconoclast, Volume 12, Section 23, Simple Statement of Facts, by W. H. Ward. Concerning the tragedy of April 1, in which W. C. Brand lost his life, and I myself was slightly wounded, as a sensational event, enough and more than enough has already been said in the daily press. I should not have mentioned the matter here at all, but I know the readers of the iconoclast will expect a statement of the facts. I therefore give a subjoined account of the affair from the independent pulpit, published in Waco by J. D. Shaw. Mr. Shaw is well known to the people of Texas. There is not a man in the state who will doubt that his account of the tragedy is in absolute accord with truth and justice. In the extract referred to, Mr. Shaw says, Let the plain truth be told. The lateness of this pulpit affords me an opportunity to correct some false impressions with regard to the recent tragedy in which W. C. Bran lost his life. That there should have been some errors of view among bystanders as to the various incidents in that deadly conflict is not surprising, and of these, trifling in their nature, I will not here write. The idea that Bran was seeking a difficulty with Davis is certainly false. He had made his arrangements to go on a lecturing tour, had spent the day at his home, went to town about four o'clock that afternoon to get a shave, and on his return walked with his business manager, Mr. W. H. Ward, by the office in which Davis was sitting. Having passed the office a few steps, Davis stepped out and shot him in the back. This was the shot that killed him, and it was after receiving it that he turned, drew his revolver, and opened fire upon his assailant. Now as to Mr. Ward. He left Brand's house some time after Brand did, had joined the latter a few minutes before the firing, and was at the time walking by his side. When Davis fired, Ward jumped at him in an attempt to get his, Davis's pistol, caught hold of it over the muzzle, and was shot through the hand. Ward was unarmed, having left his revolver in a grip at Mr. Brand's house. His hands were gloved, and he had no idea of a difficulty at the time. I state these facts not through any feeling of prejudice, having never been mixed up in the Bran-Baylor trouble, but solely in the interest of the truth. I can understand how an excited observer, seeing Mr. Ward extend his hand to get Davis's pistol, and seeing immediately the fire of the same, might have thought that Ward did the shooting, and it was this mistake that caused his arrest. Independent Pulpit to this I will only add that neither Mr. Bran nor myself were in the slightest anticipation of trouble. He left home, having the boy to drive him down in his buggy, shortly before four o'clock on the afternoon of the tragedy. I awaited his return to drive to the train to meet my brother, whom I was expecting with a party of friends that evening. At twenty minutes to six o'clock he had not returned, and I took the first car down, as several ladies who chanced to be at Mr. Brand's home will testify. I left the car at 4th and Austin Streets at about six o'clock, walked to Hertz Brothers, gave an order for some books, and met Mr. John Guerin, walked with him toward the depot, 
met Mr. Bran at the corner of Fourth Street and Banker's Alley, chatted with him for a moment when Mr. Guerin walked on, and Mr. Bran and myself crossed the street and walked towards Austin Avenue. We had passed the place, where I afterwards learned Davis's office was located, about ten paces, when Davis came out and opened fire from the rear. His opening fire was the first warning of the trouble. We were walking side by side, conversing together, when the first shot was fired. That shot entered Mr. Brand's back and caused his death. I will add that I was unarmed and had not removed my driving gloves, which were taken off when my wound was dressed, and had been with Mr. Bran not more than three minutes when the shooting occurred. These are the facts, as substantiated by the signed statement of over a score of eyewitnesses, the same now being in the hands of my attorneys, Messrs. Baker and Ross, and C. R. Sparks. I do not wish to speak ill of the dead, therefore I shall have but little to say of Mr. Davis. My acquaintance with him was brief. I never met him but once, when he was shooting another man in the back. End of section 23. Recording by Brian Keenan.